0: Good morning, everyone. Uh, Thank you for joining our call today. Uh, My name is Aidan Williams. I'm co-founder and CEO at Ordinate, and with me is Rob Goss, uh, our CFO. In the first part of the call today, we'll be talking through the investor presentation uh, that accompanied our financial statements, both of which were lodged with the ASX earlier today. Uh, You can ask questions at any time during the call by typing them into the Q&A box in your Zoom client. At the end of the presentation, we will collate your questions and answer as many as possible in the time that we have available. As many of you will be aware, Ordinate provides networking technology to manufacturers of professional audio and video equipment. Our technology distributes audio and video signals across a standard IT network, eliminating the need for traditional specialized AV cabling. We are primarily a software company, although we have traditionally packaged our software for sale into electronic chips, cards, and modules so that equipment manufacturers can readily incorporate our technology into hardware designs. Our customers are primarily manufacturers of professional audiovisual equipment like Yamaha, Bosch, Bose, brands you've heard of, uh, and AV professionals who design and install audiovisual systems for clients around the world. As you can see on the map, uh, we are a global company with headquarters in Sydney, Australia. Uh, However, we have several locations around the world, primarily, primarily providing sales and support functions with video engineering teams in Cambridge in the UK and Levin-Leneuve in Belgium. Before getting into the details of the presentation, I'd like to draw your attention to three highlights, I guess, three takeaways from our results. First, we have again delivered excellent Australian dollar revenue growth of a tick over 50% and US dollar revenue growth of 40%. A freer supply of chips enables to enabled us to convert continuing demand for our technology into revenue. We delivered a positive free cash flow of two point five million dollars in the second half of the financial year. Second, I want to highlight the long strides we've made with Dante Video this year. We've gone from seven to forty eight video products released by our OEM customers during the year. We shipped over ten thousand video units achieved 26 design wins for our video technology and delivered new video products for OEMs and users. It's very encouraging to see such healthy traction with Dante Video. Thirdly, we continue to deliver results in our core audio business with our OEM customers releasing a further 261 products over the course of the year. We released our first cloud product called Dante Connect, which enables broadcast and corporate content production workflows to be delivered by the cloud. In the second half, supply constraints for Ultimo chips substantially eased and we were able to deliver considerably more volume to our OEMs. With the successful launch of Brooklyn 3 earlier in the year and the increasing supply for Ultimo chips, we're confident that supply chain constraints are now behind us. I'll return to these points later in the presentation. We've included slide three in the pack to give you a sense of the broad range of applications for Dante technology. I won't talk too much to this slide other than to note that Dante technology is integrated into millions of devices in thousands of audio video installations around the world with the full alphabet of applications ranging from A for arenas and stadiums, B for broadcast, through to Z or Z for zoos. Slide four, uh, many of you will have seen this slide before. This is a high-level map of Ordinate's products and customers. On the left, you can see a vertical column where we have characterized our products into those purchased by manufacturing customers and those primarily purchased by AV professionals. The bottom row of the slide uh, categorizes products, uh, further breaks down those categories into chips, cards, and modules, uh, which are some kind of electronics and software. Dante solutions for manufacturers end up embedded in thousands of AV products and form the bedrock of the Dante platform. The products shown in the middle row are primarily purchased by AV professionals or by users of AV equipment. AVO network adapters enable Dante technology to be added to an existing brownfield installation in a cost-effective manner and pull through a variety of other Dante products. In addition, we provide a full complement of PC and Mac software products to connect computer and application software to Dante systems. The top row is the category for configuration and management software, and includes the very widely used Dante controller software, which is needed to initially set up a Dante system, and Dante domain manager, which professionals use to manage Dante systems at scale. By way of applying this map, I'd like to highlight the launch of a new software video product for AC chips, which you can see in the bottom right-hand corner. That's called Dante AV-A. And our first cloud product, Dante Connect, which you can see in the right hand. Supply, also supply constraints for hybrid products for OEMs. The bottom row, chips, cards, and modules have largely eased with availability of chips for Ultimo and the delivery of a drop-in replacement for Brooklyn. Slide five summarises, Ordinate's financial results for the first half. Again, I want to draw your attention to three points. The first is the excellent revenue result indicating continued demand for our technology. The second is an improvement in gross margin percentage up to 72.1% for the full year, from 71.2% in the first half. Gross margin percentage has been impacted during the COVID period by variations in crop mix, a need to prioritise reliable supply over price, and design changes to mitigate chip shortages. Ultimately, we believe gross margin percentage will return to the historical average and continue to rise with an increased proportion of revenue coming from Dante's software designs. Finally, the improvement in operating cash flow is consistent with the scalability of the business, with increased revenue dropping through to improved EBITDA and operating cash flow. Notably, Ordinate generated positive free cash flow of $2.5 million in the second half and Rob will speak to uh, much more of the financial details later on in the presentation. Slide six shows key operational highlights for the first half. Strong demand for Dante continued during the year, or Dante Audio continued with 142 design wins, up 12% from the previous corresponding period. Each design win represents a new or existing customer committing to developing at least one new type of Dante product. As Dante technology becomes increasingly entrenched as the de facto standard, design wins become a more revealing metric than the simple total of OEM customers. The total number of Dante-enabled products continues to grow and hit a record high of 3,853 products, with over 10 Dante-enabled products on the market, for every product using the next alternative technology. A healthy 261 new Dante-enabled products were released by manufacturers during the year. Some products were retired as chip shortages forced manufacturers to do redesigns with the total number of Dante-enabled products now at 3,853. There are 138 OEM brands developing their first Dante-enabled product at the moment. Strong demand for Dante, a positive industry outlook, and much improved chip supply bode well for future revenue growth. Slide seven summarises the various supply chain impacts affecting Ordinate over the last few years. Uh, I'm really proud of the team's adaptability, the hard work and resilience, uh, dealing with chip shortages, product redesigns, factory shutdowns, and the like during this period. We've worked hard to develop product design variations that eliminate critical dependencies on specific chips that have been in short supply. The combination of increased chip supply and the design variations we now have on the shelf closes the chapter on COVID-related supply chain problems for us. It is remarkable, in my view, that over the three-year period impacted by COVID and supply chain disruptions, Ordinate has delivered a US dollar revenue CAGR of 31.8%. There are, of course, still risks ahead of us, high interest rates, potential recession, geopolitical risks, et cetera, et cetera, but we consider these to be typical macro factors that need to be managed in a business-as-usual fashion. Slide eight summarises progress against our FY23 objectives. I won't cover everything in this slide, but I would like to hit a few highlights. It has been critical to transition our products and manufacturing customers across to chips or modules that are available in reasonable quantities. The Brooklyn 3 project has been particularly successful in that regard with most manufacturers able to easily transition across to Brooklyn 3. Additionally, we have worked hard to deliver Dante software solutions on a wider variety of chips, creating alternatives for chip down solutions like Broadway and Ultimo. As you can see, we continue to drive design wins in our core business, mostly the audio products, and OEMs continue to bring products to market. Design wins and products coming to market are a leading indicator of future revenue for Ordinate. Progress continues to be made on improving operational efficiency with a substantial increase in capability in the Philippines and the delivery of a configure price quote or CPQ module in Salesforce to improve sales efficiency. Manila is now our second largest office by headcount. Slide eight summarizes our success with Dante video. I am delighted with the progress that we have made with video products during the financial year. We exceeded our goal to ship 10,000 video units during the year, and we collected over $3 million worth of revenue from video products. A total of 34 OEM brands have licensed Dante Video Technology, and you can see many of those brands on this slide. A total of 48 Dante video products have been launched by OEMs, up from seven at the 30th of June last year. We released several software solutions in the video space, Dante AVH and ABA and Dante Studio, and we have made substantial progress integrating the designs and technologies that we acquired with the Silex video business into our hardware products. We've worked hard on delivering video solutions during FY23, and the reaction from our customers and users has been very satisfying. I look forward to enjoying the fruit of that hard work during FY24. Slide 10 spells out what's ahead for video in FY24. As I've said on previous occasions, we aim to build out a complete toolbox of video product offerings that mirror our capability on the audio side. This means an appropriate suite of hardware and software product for manufacturers, integrators and end users. For manufacturers, we will continue to refine our video software stacks for H.264 and A-speed chips. Those stacks are called Dante AVH and AVA respectively. We will be releasing a next generation Dante AV Ultra product, our highest performance hardware solution. The newest AV, the new AV Ultra product will combine the video technologies we acquired from Silex with our Dante Networking technology to deliver a best-of-breed solution capable of meeting the highest demanding real-time performance needs, but yet still operating on a cost-effective one gigabit per second net infrastructure. For integrators and end users, we'll be finding in our Dante Studio PC and Mac software and adding video support to our Dante Connect offering. We will be following our typical playbook over the next year in the video side of things, driving manufacturer adoption of video technology, getting first products to market from video equipment manufacturers and continuing to broaden our portfolio of video product offerings. We aim to finish FY24 with a footprint of over 30,000 Dante video products either installed in the field or shipped. Early to slide 11, during FY23, we launched our first cloud offering called Dante Connect. It enables broadcast and corporate content production to be shifted to the cloud. Content production has has historically been an on-premises activity with equipment, operators, and talent travelling to to specific locations to record or create content. The rise of network connectivity and the cloud enables real-time production to be delivered largely with software and with operators in remote locations, even at home. It is the type of thing we're doing with the results call today. Dante Connect enables millions of Dante devices already in the field to be used with cloud-based production workflows. It launched recently in April at the NAD show, and it has been very well received with a strong pipeline of initial customers and integrators expressing interest. We also launched our first professional services offering during the year. That's something quite new for Audinate. The aim is to provide paid professional support for integrators and manufacturers using Dante in their AV system designs. We don't intend to replace our integration partners, rather we want to support them with complex designs and or troubleshooting as the need arises. The combination of support and training has been well received. Please follow the links in the deck or head over to our website to find out more. And with that, I'll hand
1: over to Rob for the finance section. Thanks, Aidan, and good morning, everyone. Over the next few minutes, I'll explain the FY23 FI financial results lodged with the ASX earlier today and summarised in the accompanying investor presentation the financial information you set out on slides 13 to 18. I'll start with slide 13, which explains some of the key revenue information for the business. In US dollars, revenue was $46.7 million, up 40% from $33.4 million in the prior year. In Australian dollars, revenue was up 51% on the prior year with the differential growth rate due to currency tailwinds as the Aussie dollar weakened against the US dollar. During FY23, gross profit dollars grew 34.4% to $33.4 million At a gross margin percentage of 72.1%. The overall GP margin strengthened in the second half, up from the first half 71.2%, which was affected by a series of supply chain impacts we outlined back in February and Aidan referenced earlier today. We expect that the GP margin will improve gradually over time based on the speed of transition to Dante's software implementations. From this point onwards, From this point onwards, all amounts quoted will be in Australian dollars.
0: Great thing Dante units
1: amounted to 30% for FY23. We use the term Dante units as the catch-all expression for the number of unique AV products and computers with Dante inside. Whether that be Uh, units shipped of chips, cards and modules with CCM) increased by 22% in FY23. In the main, this increase was driven by a recovery in the supply of Ultimo chips in the second half. From a revenue perspective, CCM was up 42%, primarily attributable to Brooklyn up over 30%, Viper boards and Ultimo chips up over 50%. Turning now to software, a broad suite of products summarised in the footnote on slide 13 or in the product roadmap on slide 4. In FY23, software units shipped increased 42%, due mainly to a second-half recovery in reference designs and ongoing growth in Dante embedded platform. From a revenue perspective, software grew 34%, with this growth attributable to reference designs up over 50%, Dante Embedded Platform up over 30%, and Dante IP Core up over 45%. Our sales backlog remains at near record levels and provides us with excellent visibility over the first half in particular. That said, given eight easing supply chain pressures, we expect that our customers will wind back the timeframe of forward orders, which is likely to see the sales backlog normalised from the current elevated level. Historically, our revenue split has been around 45% in the first half and 55% in the second half. However, for FY24, we expect a higher proportion of revenue in the first half, as we substantially reduce the backlog of ultimate chips to customers. That said, we still currently expect revenue growth in the second half over the first half. In terms of the income statement set out on page 14, you can see that EBITDA for FY23 amounted to $11 million, up from $4.3 million a year ago. Employee headcount ended at just under 200, up from 178 a year ago. Together with the annualisation of headcount added in FY22, resulted in a 23% increase in employment costs in the current year. Sales and marketing expenses grew to $4.4 million, from 2.6 million in the prior year. The main factors driving this increase were travel up 800K and trade shows up 700K as COVID restrictions eased. It is also worth noting that this expense line is denominated in US dollars and therefore was unfavourably impacted by currency movements in FY23. Other operating expenses were $5.4 million, up from $3.8 million in FY22, driven by increases in software subscriptions, travel and professional costs. Given the positive outlook, the company recognised $7.7 million of tax losses, making up the bulk of a $9.3 million income tax benefit in the income statement in the current year should be noted that this item has no impact on any of the targets for short-term or long-term incentives for staff and management. It is, of course, one-off in nature. On slide 15, there is an EBITDA bridge outlining the key movements, driving the $6.7 million increase in EBITDA in FY23. Please note that we've shown the increase in revenue dollars at the same rate as the prior year and quantified the impact of FX tailwind separately. The other factors on the graph have already been explained in my earlier commentary. In terms of the year ahead, we budgeted at a US dollar exchange rate of approximately 69 cents. And at this rate, a one cent movement impacts EBITDA by roughly 700K. Remembering that Ordinate is a structurally long US dollar business. On slide 17, you will find the cash flow statement, which shows one more. On slide 17, you'll find the cash flow statement which shows operating cash flows of $12.4 million compared to operating cash flows of $1 million in the prior year. Pleasingly, the adverse working cap impacts experienced in FY22 did not reoccur and the business generated over 100% cash conversion for FY23. It should also be noted that the business generated positive free cash flow of $2.5 million in the second half. We continue to focus on improving cash flows in FY24, remembering that the payment of bonuses in the first half will increase cash payments in the first six months of the year. The statement of financial position is set out on slide 18. From our perspective, it is a clean balance sheet with no debt and net assets of $90 million. This includes $40 million of cash and deposits at 30 June. I will now hand back to Aidan to cover the outlook for FY24.
0: Thanks, Rob. Alrighty, so slide 20 uh, summarises our priorities uh, essentially around growth for FY24. So clearly we continue to continue to deliver video products and units that are customers and that continues to be a substantial priority for us. We aim to end FY24 with over 30,000 Dante video products in the field or shipped. We will continue to deliver video product releases and improve video support in our PC, Mac software and cloud product offerings. Dante Connect has had a very promising start and we aim to ramp up delivery of that solution during the current year or the coming year. Our channel is through market-specific third-party integrators, and we aim to broaden the number of integrators over time, including through relationships with major cloud providers like Amazon. A constant theme for Ordinate is managing growth and continuing to scale by improving and automating our internal processes. The more efficient we are, the more we'll be able to translate ongoing demand for our products into improved profitability and cash flow. On slide 19, we can turn to the... Uh, well, it's slide 21, I guess. <laughs> we can turn to the uh, FY24 outlook. As I said earlier, I'm really proud of the team's adaptability, hard work and resilience in dealing with the various supply chain and COVID disruptions over the last few years. With this chapter essentially closed, I'm looking forward to delivering strong GP dollar growth with some clear air. With the With the uh, supply chain fire drill finally drawing to a close, we anticipate that OEMs will return to a longer term theme of transitioning their products from using Dante chips, cards and modules, so hardware solutions of some sort, to using a software Dante implementation of some kind. This migration is expected to be relatively neutral for gross profit dollars and should result in gradual margin improvement with a slight moderation in headline revenue growth. Irrespective of the pace of this migration, we expect the percentage growth in US dollar growth, gross profit dollars, to be consistent with historical performance. There are, of course, still risks ahead of us. I think I mentioned a few of them before, potential recession, high interest rates, geopolitical risks, et etc. et cetera. But we consider these risks to be the sort of things that we need to manage in a more business-as-usual fashion. We aim to grow headcount by 15%, investing in both core business activities and growth in video, cloud and professional services. As usual, we remain alert for m and a opportunities that can help accelerate our strategy in areas like video, cloud products and services and software-based signal processing. We enter FY24 with a strong backlog, which gives us good revenue visibility and growth in combination with the structural operating leverage inherent in our business model should drive improved profitability, positive free cash flow. Whilst continuing to grow the core audio business, I'm looking forward to further solid gains for our video and cloud products during FY24. And with that, I'll hand back to Rob to coordinate questions.
1: Uh thanks, Aiden. So we've got them up on the screen there for you to refer to. I'll uh I'll handle the first two and uh if you want to turn your mind to answering uh the next two after that, they're also on the phone there if you prefer to reference them there. Uh so the first question is: how does a three times increase in video units translate into increased uh revenue for FI24? Um, uh, so what we've, what we've referred to then in terms of the numbers for next year is the 30,000 is, um, a combination of units shipped during the current year and units that we expect to ship in FY, uh, FY24. Um, one of the things with the, the video revenue is that there is a, um, there is a bit of an impact in, uh, transitioning off the historical Viper board. Um, onto the next generation product. So Aiden sort of referenced that there is some, uh, impact headline revenue impact on that. So, um, the focus for us in their head is, is the, the ecosystem, um, will end up translating into, revenue and we'll, we'll, update the market a half year around how that's tracking. Um, second question, I noticed that you removed the words expected double revenue over the medium term. Uh, any reason why this has been included in the release? Um, we in fact refer back to uh, the time that that was originally made by our chair uh, with the release of the FY21 results uh, and we confirm uh, our expectation we will in fact uh, have doubled revenue uh, during the FY21. Uh, Aidan, do you want to take the third question?
0: Yeah, sure. So the first
1: question is, uh, there was a C reduction
0: in OEM brands with products in the market. Uh, can you provide any additional information around this? Is it of any concern? Um, so I, I think what's <coughs> what's really going on is, is that there were certainly some Dante products which were taken off the market, and that uh, that includes OEM brands coming off it as well. Uh, what, what happened with all of the supply chain disruption is that manufacturers had to make some difficult choices about whether to continue product lines using older, possibly not available chips anymore, or that using chips that are expensive. In some cases, they decided not to continue to capture those products. Uh, so if it's a large OEM with the product, then we'll just have that OEM account. But with more the OEMs, there is a very small OEMs, then we'll do the product and they'll decide to not carry that. And then
2: the OEMs I and just show that we're working with them. Uh, all products are by OEMs for these and so, it, so <laughs> it's very, very, very likely some manufacturers do
1: to, to some products on the market. Uh, and I uh, think there's, uh, there's, there's a question that we to with from the team. Yeah, Thinking on video,
0: when we think video in terms of ecosystems and trying network design and integrating links to use, I think about where we are now compared to a simple point audio. Uh, I think in the last sort of six months, about a year ago, I wanted to comment along the lines of you know, I think mm-hmm.
2: probably going three so times faster than we were in you know, uh,
0: particular, uh, I think 48 product now in our market. So it took me years to that sort of number of products on the market without all the things. I think we have, uh, a strong benefit, uh, in industry. People have a positive experience of using dumb technology. They understand it to be reliable. They understand it to be easy to use. Uh, and I think that has translated, to, uh, substantially
2: more progress. Uh, but
0: the, uh, say the, the reputation of technology itself. How do you think about FY24 video versus FY23 from higher revenue, lower than you can dance that products. Yes, exactly. Well noted. <laughs> so uh but the Vipro buy- products, uh, the products, white-label turnkey products that we acquired this size, uh business. So the way you should really think about that is that SLEX and, of course, Ordinate was acting as a contract manual, white-label, finish finished white-labels, to a small number of brands in the industry. Uh, that is not Ordinate's business, model. Ordinate's business model is to provide technology and technology components to many, many manufacturers in the industry. So it's, it's uh, generally speaking, you get a higher uh, revenue for those boards. They are lower gross margin because contract manufacturing is a lower gross margin business than selling technology and intellectual property like software. Uh, but there are, you know, larger there's there's larger revenue and gross profit dollars. So the way I would talk about this is our aim is to ship many, many Dante units. And the way for us to do that is to provide uh A V Ultra, next generation A V Ultra components, to provide software stacks for H two six four and A speed chips. All of those products will be a component as opposed to a complete video product that ships, but we'll be able to ship many, many more of those. So the long game for Automate is to focus on our core business of being a technology supplier, possibly also incorporating the technology into chips or modules, but we want to be a scalable, high-margin technology supplier to the, uh, the industry rather than a uh, relatively low gross margin uh, contract manufacturer in the industry. So we'll be going through that shift as Viper customers transition from the full white label product that they're currently buying to uh, a reference design manufactured by one of the original design manufacturers or contract manufacturers who are in the industry
1: already. Uh, Aidan, we uh, we might call time on the questions that we already have in the Q&A. We will be able to get to all of the questions that have been submitted so far. Uh, but, uh, yeah, effectively we'll, roll we'll a line under, uh, those that have already been received to this point. Uh, if you'd like to handle this, this next one and, and I'll the one after. On the OEMRD? Yep. Yep, sure. So the question is, where are we in terms
0: of OEMRD required to do lines? Are the majority of major contributors done? Um, so I would say yes. So
2: possibly not because the designs are all done because
0: as, as people chips supply, and so the chip supply is kind of chips are now more available than they were. So enough people have transitioned, and there's enough chip-like pack to not manufacturers in and force them to do various kinds of chip designs. So we, but also the Broadway solution. So the pressure is off, and most manufacturers would rather be strategic about to do their redesigns, and that's what was behind my comment that. We expect many manufacturers to go back to a, a more strategic approach to thinking about products, in particular, how they can use soft down tape across a, a portfolio of, of different kinds of, uh, of products as they redesign. So I think the pressure's off the chips, so things not totally, but uh, the cost of redesign is expensive. Um, and so if you're going to do that, then uh, manufacturers, I think, will start to think about next-generation
1: solution rather
0: than uh, chips, cards and modules
1: thanks. There's a few more here, which, I'll, which I will... Uh, so, multi-part question from an analyst, thanks very much. My um, knowledge and reminder some much that contributed in the second half. Um, our practice is not to disclose if I live or universe, in, a, in an earlier half, units sort of being the impact in, in a particular half when uh, we effectively weren't shipping many ultimates at all. So that should give you some gauge on the order of magnitude. Uh, Dante Innovation, Dante Connect and Professional Services, how much do they contribute in FY23, uh, and reminded us if they're incremental to TAM. So, yeah, very uh, very nominal uh, contribution where we're doing sort of five in FY23. FI um, they were both launched toward the end of the year. Um, Professional Services, absolutely incremental to TAM. Uh, Dante Connect is sort of a way for us, or another example of us accessing the, the software and services TAM that we've, we've referenced in the past.
0: My uh, comment about official services. Like, I we not want to give anyone the impression that we become a services business, like you know, a, uh, an, a an accounting practice or.
1: Okay, uh, we'll carry on here. Um, clarify historical range for GP growth. Um, reference 26 to 30%. That's how we've, what that's historically done in US revenue. Uh, um, within the two and five year range for gross profit CAGR in the investor presentation, that range is 24 to 32%. Expectations of growth margin going forward. I think we have sort of talked to the drivers behind that. I think the near term sort of impacts around supply chain should, should ease. Uh, sort of certainly over the next 12 to 24 months, which would, would put us up sort of at that 75% uh, level where we were historically. Um, how we go and, and grow beyond that is sort of really around the pace of change, the software implementations. Uh, video gross margin compared to the existing base. Um, well, it is lower, um, by way of the, 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 strong bias to, to the revenue from Viper boards. Um, I think a better way of, Thinking about that longer term would be analogous to the the gross margin we generate from audio products. FX. How much of your opex base is in Aussie dollars versus US dollars versus others? Um, in terms of uh, in terms of US dollars, all of our cost of sales is in US dollars. The majority of the marketing line is in US dollars, uh, and sort of headcount would be uh, sort of less than fifteen percent, um, approximately sort of half of the headcount is Australian dollars and everything going through sort of other operating costs um, is in the main three uh, dollars. And then uh, you can probably back solve on, on the rest in terms of uh, employment costs. Um, so 100% cash conversion there by 23, cash payment, first half uh, year higher from bonuses. So you see free cash flow potentially go negative in first half 24 um yeah, potentially we could we, we expect to be uh pre cash flow positive over but, uh, on a marginal basis over the course of uh FY twenty four uh first half does have that additional hurdle as is rightly pointed out. Uh mm-hmm. and the uh the, the final final question
0: I can you can want answer to answer that yeah. yeah. So with respect to the fifteen percent head growth in head count growth in FY twenty four is are most of these staff to be allocated to growth projects. If so, which growth projects, uh, how many headcount are likely to be out in the Philippines, and how we should think of the cost per FTE and FY24 as a, as a result. Um, so the, the really simple answer to this question is yes, like the uh, 15% headcount growth is absolutely associated with growth. And that's because our core business continues to grow strongly, and we also need to, so we need to invest in that in order to continue to scale uh, and we also uh, want to invest in the new initiatives like the video side of things and the cloud as well. Um, so in, in terms of proportions, I don't have those in mind. Rob, I jump. not have those at his face. Um So we absolutely want to make sure that when we're investing in the scalability of the business, we are looking at using locations like the Philippines for our core business-as-usual operations. And so that means we uh, both with automation and with also Building up a location like the office in Nilla that gives us quite a bit of leverage with respect to the, the, the dollars per headcount. Example with respect to the engineering side of thing on you know, product development, we obviously have. To
1: thanks Aiden, and and I'll just sort of round out on the on the numbers. So um, there is a reasonable sort of chunk of those associated with the establishment of the the QA function in uh, Manila over the course of the next year. And so there is that sort of uh, uh, sort of bias and it should sort of drive down the average cost per FTE of the headcount that we're adding over the next financial year relative to to what you're seeing in the existing cost base.
0: Okay. Alright. So I think that's it for all the questions that we have on the screen. I think we have answered all of the questions live. Uh, if you've got sort of further questions, feel free to shoot an email through or something like that. Thank you very much for your time, uh, this morning. If, if things have been a glitch, a little glitchy for you as you've been watching, my apologies for that. Uh, hopefully the, uh, the overall result has uh, enabled you to understand how we've been going this year. Uh, So thank you again, and with that, we'll call this particular uh, call to a close. Thank you very much.